and uh, ready for action. The podcast that's been uh, what vanished for six months? Yeah, dormant. Quite six months. Dormant. Dormant. I think yeah, is, is yeah. the term. No, I think the term is hiatus. <laughs> oh, I do like hiatus as a word. <laughs> Sat there with your dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't spell it. You yeah. did say you did say dictionary. <laughs> Why? Yes, I did. <laughs> what words are we not allowed to say? Yeah, we'll go through the rules list again. Yeah. So we, welcome. We, do, we do have some rules. Yeah. So yeah, welcome back to Ready for Action. We've been missing for about five months now, as well as Podcast Gaze, we try to keep the YouTube channel going. We've all been pretty busy recently. Mm. So yeah, well, there's been a, a few a few house moves, uh, a couple of people uh, disappearing <clears throat> off into the background for a bit with... Uh, different things long mm. holidays long holidays university yeah. house moves there's been a, a hell of a lot going on mm. but we're back and we're ready for, for action, action. <laughs> some of us have come back and found out we've been banned if you just you've just crossed out ready for action like we've, just, <laughs> we've just done that section that segment's done it's the artists formerly known as ready for action what should we call now crit life crit, crit life, life. <laughs> and some gangster rappers yeah that's it <laughs> so um, let's start us off. I mean, the main thing since kind of July is is Beastgrave. Uh, so how uh, that's how are we seeing seeing the changes from Beastgrave? That small change, that little change, yeah. Small change. I think the other thing to mention is we're all here, bar Ash. Uh, unfortunately, he can't join us today, so yeah. we're going to take this time to uh, rip the piss out of him as much as we can. Um, <laughs> He does have a glorious beard. Mm. He does have a glorious beard. You have a glorious beard too. Amazonian Amazon Amazon sunset, some might say. Mm. But anyway, so let's talk Beastgrave. Let's Beastgrave. So, big changes. We've lost Shakespeare. We've gained Beastgrave. Um, we've seen the meta, the meta quake. And uh, as we move over to, uh, to what's currently uh, a, a much more, well, objectives of the new black. Yeah, yeah. <clears> the <throat> objective play has definitely made a comeback with Beastgrave. Well, was... I, I think a big part of that is probably the um, being able to put people on guard, and not be pushed as well. Yeah, yeah. Big, big move on yeah. that. And the I can't remember what it's called, but beyond three objectives after an activation, um, and just plug in two glory straight away, and then sit there and get supremacy in the end and things. Temporary and victory. Yeah. Temporary victory. Yeah. With also uh, the Grim Watch. Uh, have their own version of the card as well. Which is for the yeah. king. Yeah. 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 So we've seen four new warbands released, uh, which are the Despoilers, the Wild Hunt, Grimwatch, and Snarlfangs. Yeah. All really nice, fantastic models as well, yeah. with uh, different play styles, some of which I'm still yet to understand what they are, but I'm like sure they're different. The Beastmen. Yes, the mm. Beastmen don't quite understand they how do? they work yet. Mm. And it's great not to see one Stormcast in sight as well. It is. Mm. That is one good sh- uh, change mm. with, uh, with seeing. Um, I do like the Stormcast Warband. Oh, no, I know you would. It's not good. <laughs> Curse Breakers have been a staple for about a year for me. <laughs> as, as I say, we, we've not seen a, a new, a new uh, Stormcast Warband, but mm. actually, with Dreadfane coming out and releasing... Mm. We kind of have seen another another Stormcast Warband, but I think we're going to struggle now to find mm. any more variants of Stormcast to be released. Oh, I'm sure oh no, they'll just trust Games Workshop, mate. There's always more Stormcast. <laughs> they'll find away. a way. They'll find a way. Just wait for the new uh, something new to happen in AOS, <laughs> and there you are. Yeah. yeah. So, how, how, what Warbands are we playing at the minute then? Because I've personally taken on the Grim Watch. 
which I think is meant to be one of the uh, stronger new worn bands. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it myself. I think I've had some cracking games recently. Um, they are quite versatile. And, uh, you can have an, either a uh, uh, objective based or aggro deck. But when you have legal decks, yes. when you have legal decks, <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that in a moment. <laughs> um, I'm I'm currently running. Uh, Throwback from the Night of Art, I'm still running uh, Thorns of the Briar Queen, which I have been running since around uh, early September, uh, after I finally got rid of the uh, Curse Breakers, the Overlords, and um, the Sylvaneth. Um, but looking forward to finishing off the Wild Hunt and getting those on the board. I think, well, I think now with a lot of Warbands, Dodge is the new shield now, we need to really <laughs> before the upgrades you can get. So. It is, but then Ensnare has become a thing. Yeah, yeah, to ignore the dodges. There's a lot of cleave knocking about towards the end of Night Vault, mm-hmm. which made shields a bit pointless. But now Snare's coming out, so you're seeing a bit more of that yeah. to negate the dodges. To be honest, I didn't know what Snare was until today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, I know you've gone, you've gone all the way back to uh, the Chosen Axes, haven't you? In yeah, because I was on a personal quest of making them great again, and I still am. <laughs> Make the chosen axes great again. That's it, man. I'm going to build a wall around the silver nerf. <laughs> I think you need to have that printed on an orange hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be honest, it was. Everyone keeps playing all the new ones, and I thought, you know what? I enjoy playing them still, and it's a good challenge. It well, a good challenge. It's a solid challenge. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think with the new pack that's just been released, actually, they we've. The new version of Spectral Wings. Distractions, yeah, back in. Distractions, stuff yeah. like that. I it's think, not a movement point, but it is. You can move yeah. from one closer. I think we can still we can still do pretty well. I mean, we went to a tournament last time and I didn't finish bottom, which was surprising. <laughs> <laughs> and that That's was, good work from yourself anyway. Yeah. <laughs> which was, um, yeah, I, like I said, on that. And if not, I'd still play Overlords if I want to go competitive, which yeah, gave yeah. me a run for your money. <laughs> um, how about you Mr Smedley what are you playing at the moment I've hit a bit of a lull since the curse breakers have gone played a bit of uh, Sylvaneth with a bit of Ulthoris Guardians they were quite fun took them to the outpost and took a tournament there which was an absolute fluky day because then that deck just fell apart um, then uh, I think I'm going to try Rippers for a little bit but then it's Nurgle I'm waiting for the Nurgle mm. to come out there, there while yeah, then yeah. stick with and play just because Nurgle's been my AOS army so yeah. <laughs> gotta go for them I know what you mean there. I mean, I've you probably saw on the uh, on the various social media channels we've been on. Um, I picked up the Grim Watch on the day of release, built them, painted them, and then uh, we had them on YouTube the next next day. Uh, and then the that following week, myself and Ash went on to Warhammer TV, where I sadly beat him in three games to nil. <laughs> And he had a he, season one card, didn't he? He had a season one card in there as well, but we won't, we won't talk about that. <laughs> I do believe he cried afterwards, though, didn't he? Well, he did at one point say, please don't beat me again, my kids are watching this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I showed him no mercy. But yeah, no, the Grimwatch for me, similar to you actually, Dan, like, I love um, all the undead concept was always my first army choice for back in Warhammer Fantasy days, so it's quite nice to get the ghouls out and use them. Um, so on, on Warhammer TV, so that was yourself, Joe, and, and Ash, both played uh, on the on the day there at... Uh... At the HQ, yeah. So uh, it was myself, I say we're in the Grim Watch against uh, the Goblins. 
Um, and I think, to be honest with you, oh yeah, I'll give him a bit of a due. I think Ash was a little bit unlucky, but I think he deserved it, as you said, by taking season one card. Um, you guys, Dan and Dan, had also been on the channel slightly earlier as well in the uh, in the year. You were commentating, yes. if I remember rightly. Uh, we did, yeah. Was it John and Bax playing each other? It was John and Bax who played um, each other, and we were just struggling to find out when that was, actually. It was quite a while ago, mm. but myself and yourself commentated along with Nick. It was around June time, because it was my wedding anniversary. That's yeah, what I remember. Uh, <laughs> So that was, I was quite happy when everyone was like, we can't go, we can't go, we can't go. I was like, ha, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, it never sounded so much dull. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually it was the, the 20th of June. That 20th was. of June. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, John John Reese was playing Thorns of the Briar Queen and Mike Bax was playing... Kill uh, Yourself Force Riders. Yeah, it was a very odd one. An odd deck, but mm. nearly worked. It, yeah, it, it, it was like, this deck's never going to work. And it <laughs> nearly did. So cool. it's quite clear that we're playing a good mix of warbands at the moment. I mean, what's, what's Ash playing at the moment? He did go for goblins for quite a lot, didn't he? He's Cursebreaker Tomes. Yeah. Yeah. Cursebreaker. Although I think he's switched to Rippers now. He has switched to Rippers, yes. yeah. I think he took that to the latest one well, of the... His last tournament he went to, mm. he took Rippers. Mm. Um, I think he did... I think he's about right. midway, didn't he? Yeah, he did midway. Mm. Um, so yeah, so... Uh, what tournaments... People have attended this year, really, because it was a bit of a year roundup. How, how have we done over over the years? Have we attended many tournaments? Have we won any tournaments? Um, Last one, nearest one, was one after my holiday was uh, one we went on. Yeah, is that Tritex Games? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I was cold all day because it was really hot, horrible coming back from Florida and then coming back when it was frosty. <laughs> Mm. it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's been obviously a couple of grand clashes as well which I you know we've attended as a group um, I personally went to the Rico Arena where I split my trousers famously <laughs> um, and I think we did relatively well at that um, don't call us ready for action for nothing yeah exactly um, but apart from that I know, I know we've been to quite a few sort of local tournaments as well we've been down to obviously Boards and Swords which is a Derby based one um, we've been up to Sanctuary Sanctuary yeah Vault 14 Vault 14 Doncaster always a good one Vault 14 yeah always a good one I've done board in Brum mm-hmm. um, we hosted our own as well yes we hosted our own at Chilcon in Derby yeah because yeah. yeah. that's when I uh, beat Mark with his um Curse breakers because he wanted to win an instant one so we just throwed the game <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Grand, Grand Clash wise I think Mr Smedley you've attended four have you this year or five four there was a one in January at Warmer World I believe um, then there was Warmer Fest where I did go four and oh and I finished third not fourth if you look at the rankings because sure. the game's lost Offici- ranking says fourth Offici- official results fourth. say you were fourth and then you look yeah. at game's lost and I was third to be Never honest mind. you did take not curse better. breakers <laughs> Took curse nah, so it's winning it on easy. It's not a real trophy. To be fair, it was a, <laughs> it was a third to fourth bracket, so it didn't really matter. Then went to UK Games Expo, and then I managed to finish. I think about thirteenth or fourteenth at the last Grand Clash. Ash will tell you because he finished one place above me on both days. Uh, qualified for the top sixteen. Linking back to Warmer TV, if you look at the first day on there, the fourth game I got smashed by uh, Grimwatch and Dan Stevenson. You beat me on there, and then on the final day, I lost in the first round to Mike. Carlin, who obviously yeah. went on to win the whole thing, but then I won my next three games. So the way it's bracketed out, so top sixteen, then you lose, you kind of put into brackets. So I finished ninth overall, so I came back to finish as high as I could. Mm. And really annoyingly, Ash finished eighth. 
When I came in submarining, mate, is that term, yeah. When I came in ninth, I actually turned to Jay, I think, and went, I hope I'm eighth, so I'll just be in by one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sort of. To to be honest, though, with how he plays, you know, it's it's a bit bit weedy. (laughs) I mean, I'll say it to him, I'll even say it to his face. Hanging at the back. That, that, that ain't so uh, for, for myself, uh, I, I've attended I think it was three Grand Clashes this year. January Grand Clash, I took the Fast Riders and finished um, about twenty first with that. Um, but that I was pretty pleased with the result. Bear in mind, I'd had five and a half weeks out of the country um, and only played the the deck a couple of times before going in. But uh, that wasn't too bad. Uh, and then I took Curse Breakers to both the Games Expo and to Warhammer Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished third at Warhammer, sorry, at Games Expo. Uh, narrowly missing out in the final on that one, so we don't feel good about that now. And the only thing we think you about messed that up. Is... I messed yeah, up. Yeah. I messed up and lost the lost the uh, the number two spot. Oh, I know, we all enjoyed the five and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> think of the Games Expo, wasn't the glory difference like the top was eight plus 85, then plus 84 and then you were plus 83 or yes. something ridiculous like that yeah, yeah. and I, I I had the opportunity there to draw a card uh, to swap an objective which I should have done uh, which would have given me a uh, supreme tactician scoring me eight, uh, plus 85 glory yeah. one card that was what uh, it was but still third place is a good, it's a good, mm. uh, good result yeah. so I think you mentioned earlier yeah, how have people got on winning wise I mean I, I'm still chasing glass I think Kev's still chasing glass as well. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's the it's the race between Joe and myself now for that glass. So, yeah. <laughs> the wooden spoon, mate, is still a, a coveted trophy as well. I, I like my jaws full of wooden spoons. <laughs> <laughs> we are actually hosting a poll of who would actually come first between them two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this. Neither did I, mate. Neither did I. It's a sweepstake. It keeps yeah. going. <laughs> So, uh, Josh, have you you've attended a fair, fair reasonable amount of tournaments this year? But you've uh, how many have you won? Just the one this year, yeah. I think with the boards and swords with my profiteers, which was boards and swords is a good tournament to win. To be fair, so that's a well earned glass. Yeah, mm. that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it time, was it? it was yeah. It's my local one, and you know you got to support your local group, especially for. <clears throat> how it all is <laughs> I think no, you, you it was did, a good tournament yeah. I first you, 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 a, lost, you did lose a, a game though didn't you, no, you, you won, it, was, it was three wins out of four yeah I think if I remember our last opponent got really lucky <laughs> <laughs> it was and um, I do believe it was just because I couldn't roll dice then uh, <laughs> oh, welcome to my world Josh I know well, then again, you know, you could roll like about 12 and miss everything. <laughs> no, it, it was a good day. It, that was a good day. There was plenty of opponents. And um, I think if I remember, there was Josh there as well. No, Josh being yeah, Josh. Josh, Josh Warwick. Except he had dirty old, so he deserved to get smashed on that. Yeah, me and I had a good fight, to be yeah. fair. But no, always, always worth going to boards and swords. Boards and swords give me free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I suppose uh, for myself, uh, I've been a bit out of the loop this year, uh, which I've to, I guess. But yeah, we, um, there was one tournament back in November we all, uh, a few of us went to, a uh, local one, I forget the name of the place, quite a small venue, but it was nice, where um, uh, Ash 
Dan Jones and myself attended. Shakespeare games. Shakespeare games. Shakespeare games. games. No, no, another place. Oh, where was that? was Seven City Collectibles. Wasn't That's it. it. Oh. Yeah. So uh, that was my first first game of Beastgrave. Well, be- no better way to learn the game than actually entering a tournament. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, uh, I lost three out of three that day, so uh, I d- decided not to stay for the fourth game. <laughs> so, um, you didn't rage quit, did you, Kev? No, to be fair, I, I uh, agreed with my fourth bear that we both should leave early. We're having a bad day, guys. But that was uh, that was a tournament there. Um, they were actually quite short on time, weren't they? Uh, towards the end, so the people playing the fourth round were given the option, do you want to stay and, and play past the... Um, past the finish time or do you want to do your work continue on just because it ran over ran a bit yeah. which is yeah, no one's to blame really so but yeah uh, and that and uh, I went to Bugman's Bar uh, kind of afternoon tournament uh, the Christmas for the Christmas the Christmas which was quite a fun event uh, Nick who ran, runs the show did a good job introducing some uh, kind of unique rules for the evening which uh, I think a couple of people did try out and uh, he had some great fun prizes involved as well. Yeah, a good, good prize for that. The, uh, but I think, from what I heard, someone, there was a, a snowball attack action that you could take, and uh, one of the one of the, the players who was, who was doing that uh, took that snowball action and actually took a, a fighter out of action with a snowball. I think they won him a spot prize or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Isn't that where you got the, uh, the leaked release, Dan? That is, uh, we shouldn't really be talking about that. Uh, but that is uh, season four, Lair of the Wermoose. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll skip that for now. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that already. But I think you did well that night yourself, didn't you? Yeah. So I, I mean, really, I, the through the year I've, I've done reasonably all right. Uh, I've taken three three trophies of different types. Um, earlier in the year, I won Sanctuary Games. Um, that was early on in the year, wasn't it? Was, it? Early it was, early was, that, was that the coldest yeah. day? Was, no, was that, that no, wasn't you guys one. have been on a colder day. It was a cold day, though. <laughs> I remember shaking and really struggling to shuffle my cards. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was um, that was a first place slot with Curse Breakers, uh, warming up for Grand Clash season. Um, followed that up with a first place at Board in Brum, um, which was a really hardly hard fought uh, event. Tom Bond was chasing uh, Glass with the uh, Godsworn Hunt, and um, <clears throat> there was, I think, there was four players in the end who were uh, four wins, one loss. Uh, but I'd got a monstrous glory total uh, and took that by about thirty glory in the end. So, so he tells all the ladies, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> check out the glory stack. Um, <laughs> Monstrous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, as Kev, Kev mentioned, um, Bugman's Christmas Bash. Uh, that one, I um, I stole away the, uh, the the glass tanker, shade glass tanker there with the best of ones, and, uh, and four four straight wins on that. Um, took down both Josh Warwick and um, and John Greenwood in the final. Um, so really pleased with that <clears throat> as well. Actually, also got sorry. There's a, there's a there's a trophy I forgot about. Uh, also won the um, seventh city collectibles tournament um, with again with the thorns of the bride queen. Um, beat um, Jay 
on the way up there and uh, had the final against Mike with the new Rippers which was uh, a great game really hard fought but uh, objective plays king at the moment really? you told us mm-hmm. you absolutely smashed him you made him cry well <laughs> <laughs> Mike's, Mike's parents might be uh, might be listening in so uh, I don't want to upset him too much I was talking about, <laughs> about Jay but yeah. <laughs> Mike cries all the time <laughs> even when he wins it's not you You've, you've taken some glass home this year as well, haven't you? Took two this year, two. yes. You all remember one of them at Vault 14, where we played in the final. Yeah, I remember that cheating game. <laughs> <laughs> Casebakers versus McGaws. Uh, I'll sit back of the board. Thank yeah, you would. Yeah, I think yeah, you, won, you, a... you won boards in you both times. Yeah. That one is that. And just long board is you and just yeah. get out of the game. It's not really... Class though, is it with um, <laughs> really, is it? You might as well just have easy putting on the bottom. <laughs> you still need to know how to play the deck. And then the other one was actually with um, Flores Guardians at the outpost, where I went four and over there. That was uh, mm-hmm. interesting. And I think the deck and the dice just worked for me that day because then that deck just seemed to fall to pieces. I tried it in the next sort of ten games and it didn't want to get <laughs> it, was, it was awful. So I don't know what happened there. But yeah, I managed to take two glass, so we're to a total of three. Have we got a running total for the group? I'm on. We well, mean you're the same. Then we're on three each. And three each. Ash is on one. One, I think. One. Is that one that he kept himself? Yeah. The war games on. Yeah, I think that was the one where he we'll didn't give now. out the trophy <laughs> at the end of the day and then just took a photo of himself. Yeah. With it. <laughs> to be fair to Ash, there was one where he did win his own tournament, playing as the extra man, and then he gave it second place. Yeah. Which was good. Very noble. Very, Very noble. noble. It's only nice thing we're going to say about you. Mm. Must be on. <laughs> so we must be on twelve then, because I've. Uh, I've got a, a little hoard of five at the moment. So what you're telling me is you could easily give myself and Kev one each and we wouldn't feel as bad. No. <laughs> I could no. easily give you one what? <laughs> he could, but he'd give you his curse break as one that I'd have easy written on the bottom. Oh, that's how it is. Like, uh, that's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my defence, I have been running, for the majority of it, Reavers. So... Uh, <laughs> I've done relatively well with them, so I'm quite chuffed. So I was to mention is when we turn up at tournaments, there's usually two, three or four of the rest of us there as well to give us a challenge. And yeah. usually we turn up and there's Mike Carlin, Tom Bond, Jay Clare, mm. and people like that. We don't normally yeah. rock up and there's a few people that have just picked up the game. It's normally like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you win today, this is tough yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, talk about, uh, about Reavers and, and the community. Um, you've played... Reavers a few times into into certain opponents. Uh, how do you think the community is reacting to, uh, or their reaction was to, to your Reavers? The Reavers, I think people are surprised to see them on the board, to be honest. Even with Nightball, when that came out, people were still surprised to see them, because they're pretty... Glass cannon. They're a bit of glass cannon, let's be honest. You know. uh, but it's one of those things that I think, with Beastgrave coming out, a lot of the cards which I would have used with them have now gone from rotation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't really power them up as much as I, I would previously. Mm. Mm. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I've, why I've kind of moved away from them now. And also, I think, you know, it's about time I started playing a, a warband that's actually in the current season for a change. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, obviously, like, I don't think I could ever play Nick Baton again, for instance. So I think it'd be fair on him. <laughs> With a monologue and a blooded say. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be fair. Um, so the community in general, I think, this year, we started in February with the podcast. It's been great to meet up with so many different opponents, uh, different tournaments, catch up with everybody, uh, grand clashes. We've made a, a lot of friends. I feel like the community itself is really growing. And it, not only is it growing, but it's solidifying as well. We've got a lot of people who you meet up, 
with now who you've had great games with previously mm. and it's always just such a laugh to mm. meet and yeah, there's, there seems to be well, certainly a bit of a surge since season three has come out. I think that's helped a lot, and people are just getting more interested in the game again, just because mm. obviously uh, they've circulated out a lot of cards, which Joe just mm. touched up on, which has been a massive change and and just <laughs> a brilliant uh, change to the to the game. The thing is, it's brought that balance back of you can play objectives and still you have a good shot of winning now, mm. and you can still play aggro. So before it was just Agro isn't, yeah. isn't king anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's it, yeah. I think Agro's still vital. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's both are now. It's, yeah, I think it's split to if you stick to that tactic of what you're doing, mm. you'd have a good chance. Yeah. More people want to play, and it's great to see. Mm. I think the community's grown recently, anyway, just because they released a new game. We saw it when the end of Shadespire, it kind of died off over the summer mm. a little bit, mm. and then oh, here's Nightbolt, and then the community kind of yeah. grew again, bigger than it was mm. before. Yeah. made up more than it's lost, and I think the same things happened with Beastgrave, really. I think the community's changed, uh, improved again with Beastgrave being released. I think we see that um, it's it's taken away a bit of. Bit of the and the, it's more to do with the cycling out of the old uh, Shakespeare cars, but it's it's given people that easy entry again back into the uh, into there. So people who are getting a bit fed up with the kind of stag- stagnation of the uh, of the cards. Oh, everyone's taking superior <coughs> <laughs> Everyone taking superior tactician. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 time tested mm. cards are in everybody's deck, even We're though they are <laughs> restricted. It's it's seen things drop out and it's seen new players replace them so it's, it's good it was a bit of a concern for me that they wouldn't just like delete cards and remove seasons and then you were like oh yeah you know, two years time you say to your mate do you want to start playing this yeah it's going to cost you £700 to buy everything yes. to be competitive yeah. or start whereas at least it's like it's kind of capped at what £250 or something mm. would get you everything now it's a lot of money but when you take into account if you want to play Age of Sigmar buy an Age of Sigmar army you're only looking at four, five hundred. at least yeah. yeah and like Fantasy before that in 8th edition before the kind of quote it was such a high entry point whereas this way keeping it at two seasons as your entry point mm. and then you can just buy the other warbands if you want to if you want to play them yeah. because you're only getting their faction cards you're not getting the universals it's kept the buy-in at a reasonable level and if you start at the end of the season you've actually only got a full season to buy and then you drip feed it in yeah. yeah, I think the other thing we, we, we haven't really touched on with the community is the fact that it's it's an international community now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I know when we went to Warhammer Fest, for instance, Dan. Yes, you played Furman's first game, didn't you? I played Furman first game. You travel all the way from Indonesia to to play to beat you, yeah, to beat me <laughs> specifically to beat me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to thank Furman for that. Pay for his flights next time. No, but that is one thing. Furman flew all the way from Indonesia to play. Um, and mm. I still chat to him now. Most of that is still abuse that he managed to beat me in the Grand Clash. <laughs> but um, no, it's, again, with the community, creating friends all across the world. Uh, it's really great to see. They had, uh, they had a team from think. Germany come that yeah, day as well. Yeah. They had their own jerseys. Yeah, because I, yeah, I actually uh, took one on on the, I think that was the third round. That was, that was a fun game. <laughs> Even though we had curse breakers. But, uh, <laughs> you know what, it is a proper international. The Grand Clash in, was it November? Yeah, last one anyway. Yeah. I played Tabitha second round who came from California and Ash in the second round played against her partner. 
who obviously they travelled over together and they were actually a bit annoyed that a grand clash had been announced about five minutes down the road from them about two weeks before <laughs> obviously they got the tickets to come over here and played in that but they listened to the podcast and they'd heard it and oh, were wow. like keep for the good work so I said like, that's a Thanks nice thing listening. I'm like yeah. oh. and I think you know if you look at our various social media accounts I know um, I know uh, Mr Smedley helps us put a lot of stuff out on YouTube every week um, our page on Ready for Action on um, Facebook is mm. Just climbed over 400 odd likes, which is amazing. We've got a Twitter account. We've it's also you've got invited all your friends today. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> all three of them. Um, and we've obviously got an Instagram as well as a Twitter. And it's it's just so nice to sort of talk to you guys out there and uh, have a bit of banter on things like cards. We talk about pictures that we're putting up, the painting we're doing as well. We always like to share that with you. So please please share some stuff back with us as well. It's good to have those conversations. I think we need to reinvigorate that Wednesday card. I know, I need to get back on that. (laughs) Stop slacking. So now we're entering into Beastgrave. How how is talk about paint? How is everyone getting on with getting everything else finished? (laughs) Well well, I'm I'm done next. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I've painted everything I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Two two dwarf factions, that's it. The dwarfs are the superior race, (laughs) Age of Sigmar and Underworld. People just don't know this. So I think okay, I'll 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 quite happily throw my uh, my two pence in here. So I've um, my season one is about finished. I've got two warbands to finish off, which is uh, I'm painting my Skaven at the moment, and I've got the Fast Riders to finish off. Season two, oh, is not good, not in a good place at all. Some of them are still on sprue. Um, <laughs> I've painted the eyes of the nine, ready for our eyes of the nine off, which I'm, I'm quite pleased with. They turned out all right. Um, that might actually be the only warband I've painted for season two, actually thinking about it. I was feeling really bad about myself, but I think I've finished season one. Except <laughs> <laughs> the Forest Riders, and I've painted two from season two. So oh. I might be beating Joe. Well, no, I, I, I've also the, painted the, the uh, I painted the Banshees from Dreadfane. Oh, so I've finished them as well. And I've also painted the Grimwatch in a day. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, slightly yeah. ahead now, I think. It's, yeah, you're beating me. <laughs> Kev, how are we getting on with painting, mate? I only paint what I play, and I play fairly little, so. <laughs> you knocked a lot, especially with contrast paints coming out. You seem to knock quite a few out. Yeah, quickly. well, to be fair, yeah, the contrast paints have been a, a game changer for me, uh, especially with other systems that I do play. But no, no, I've, I've only uh, painted Grimrocks the last few months. I did the Gobbos in the, in the summer, but I don't actually play with them. So, you yeah, so the far, got quite a lot to do. Well, I feel great about myself because I finished both Shades by Night Vault and Dreadfane are all done and I'm now plodding on with Beast Grave to get them finished. Well, I think I'm the resident painter of the team. How many AOS songs have you painted? Uh, all the ones I <laughs> you wish to play. I think, I think that's the main difference. I mean, yeah. Dan, you're very focused on this as a game, this is a system, whereas yeah. the rest of us tend to play multiple other systems as well, be it yeah. Games Workshop or other, yeah. other manufacturers. You, you focus on stuff, though, don't you? Like, you're more yeah. on terrain. You just... Pretty much when you were doing your mod on terrain, you just did that. Yeah, you just like finished it and smashed yeah. it all out and stuff. Yeah. Whereas we we're all like hobby butterflies. Well, we, to be honest, <laughs> we, had, we had the bright idea at the start of the year that we were going to put together an Age of Sigmar army each, if you remember rightly. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, how many how many guys managed that? I think I think I am the closest to it actually. <laughs> I, I did buy all the deep. You finished? <laughs> yeah, it's not the Stormcats one. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I can play Games Workshop because Skaven were always my go-to army. 
So mm. I started Deepkin because gaming didn't exist at that time. And then I got a little bit done, a little bit painted, and then they released Gaming. And I was like, oh, oh come on. That, and then restarted in it. Died. That pretty much happened to me because I thought, oh, yeah, Fire Slayers, that'll be long down the line. It'll be all right. I think I did a couple of years. It's like, yeah, Fire Slayers, but crap, all these brand new things. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to start then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got through most of my Stormcast. Well, put them together, didn't paint them. That uh, I think I will be selling them. So if you're interested, drop me in. Pay reasonable cost. <laughs> Five quid a month. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think I think you've done. You've you've shown us shown us the way with regards to the painted side of things. Mm. Uh, I need to uh, crack on. I'm keen to get season one done, then I can just draw a line under it. Yeah. Um, but then also, I want to try and get if I can probably be great finished before I go back to season two. At least mm. get on top of it. Mm. Well, so drug fades halfway there but that's kind of only two more months so yeah. Really, yeah just do what I do and skip the elves <laughs> for me yeah for me I, it's, it's one of the things that I really enjoy doing it's actually probably more the, the part of the hobby that I enjoy the most is is painting that completion uh, kind of factor there it's like oh I've got that that's just a second thing, George. I just <laughs> yeah. can't help that bit. All right, you've you've got got 18, next. <laughs> 18 warbands between us, so you can crack mm. on with painting them. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have been lending them out for YouTube, haven't I, as well? No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about it. <laughs> um, so, with the uh, with Beast Grave out now, um, and we've seen the, the four current warbands, we've got mm. four new warbands that we are aware of coming through. What are people looking forward to? Noble. <laughs> I would I'll actually say between the Savage Orcs and the Ogres. You're not looking mm -hmm. forward to Daughters of Cain? I thought Daughters of Cain were your favourite, Josh. Yeah, and I think both just try and wind me up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look, everyone knows elves are a rubbish race. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, Josh just plays dwarves. Dwarves, 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 and maybe a bit of dwarves. I've seen his YouTube yeah. history. Plenty yeah, of dwarves on. <laughs> if you see fire slayers or the uh, carriage overlords. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I've never been called, that's a dwarf. Kev, so what is, uh, of the four uh, new factions coming out, what, uh, what is it that kind of strikes your eye at the moment? We've got the we've got new Nurgle, the Ogre, there's the uh, Orcs and Daughters of Cain. Well, I'll be interested to see what Ogre's got to offer. I think there's a bit of speculation how many models that might actually consist of. Some people have suggested two, three, or maybe even four. I think I'd imagine between three and four with them. I reckon mm. five wins each, maybe. Well, I think it's going to be the. Um, I think it's going to be one ogre hunter with a crossbow, mm. uh, a saber tooth, and I think it will be one noblar hunter, trapper, trapper, trapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be quite cool. I think I think that'd be fun. I've always been a fan of the destruction yeah. forces myself. So yeah. either them or the orcs. Or so I reckon they'll, they'll all have a range attack as well because they normally do in the mm. game as well. They have their pistols. So yeah, mm. I think the so we saw um, Thundrick come with okay um, a gas attack, didn't he? Where he turned all his surrounding hexes into lethal hexes. Mm. after you've made an activation, I think there might be something similar with the Noblar tracker there with some kind of bear <laughs> trap. Perhaps he can place mm. a lethal hex, a single lethal hex, mm. each time you're. Mm. You, or maybe you're even some. They might even come with like one of the saber fangs so that they come with, and they might be able to summon that on mm. you instead, like the blue horn. Maybe. See, for me, my my one's already come out, which is the ghouls. I'll say I was looking, really looking forward to the ghouls coming out. Not only because he's got a beard, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I said I've always had a bit of a soft spot for that. 
For the new ones, I, my heart lies the same as Mr. Smedley. I'm, I'm a Nurgle boy through and through, so I'm looking forward to the Nurgle. I think what, a, what do you think they're going to have? I think there's like a little fat, great, unclean mm. one that's some kind of name character that people have been sort of speculating. Really? Mm. Like a, almost like a sorcerer, a Nurgly sorcerer thing, but yeah. almost like a, there's a little great unclean one that's in the fluff, apparently. Mm. Okay. People have been saying that it could be that, or some kind of like mm. linking I, to that, not actually is that I think again it could be two or three fighter warband and I wouldn't be surprised if they either start with four wounds and two defence dice to start with mm. or they start with five wounds as well I'd be very surprised if they're any less than four put it that mm. way because you know Nurgle's kind of background being kind of disgusting and yeah. resilient you know being able to take a lot of punishment and things like that because they just don't feel maybe they could have some kind of save yeah. that's what I was roll an attack dice hammer a crit and you ignore the wound or it might or be something like or, that or, or take wound so, down or, by yeah, roll a defence dice yeah. dodging a crit so a 5 plus and you just ignore but you roll that for every wound or something, yeah. something yeah, like cool. disgustingly resilient kind mm. of yeah as a, as a wound reduction mm. I think you might see either a plague bearer or um, a nurgling yeah, See, I think I'd agree with that. I think style. I think it'll be a sorcerer of some description. I think you'll have a a blight king of some description as well. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. either uh, like I say, either a nurgling or something similar to that. I imagine there'll be three. I think maybe uh, something like a nurgling that could hold an objective, which you wouldn't yeah. expect from a nurgling. I, yeah. I wonder as well if they'll be able to contaminate objectives or something like that. Because as they, they, because as they do in the game, clouds. like they have, mm. but actually turn like things into lethal hexes as well. That could be cool. Yeah, they can deploy um, effect normal and <laughs> <laughs> block an area of the battlefield. Uh, I'm I'm quite uh, looking forward to the daughters of the cane. Um, is that just to annoy Josh? Just to annoy Josh, yeah. I just thought that's that your old fancy. And because they're like, ladies, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm trash arm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got no idea what the new uh, the new types are called, mind, but um, I think we'll see witch elves. Yeah, witch elves of some type, but mm -hmm. I, I think we'll see. Um, a winged version, a snake one, and then potentially two or three standard um, witch elves of some kind. I imagine three wounds across the board. If they do decide mm. to bring in some of them, you'll have like I said, you'll have a range one. You'll have one that move fast. Probably even the free one being an actual um, a witch hag or something like that. I can't remember yeah. what they're called, but they're maybe just two yeah. normal like. <clears throat> Uh, which else? Yeah, I think fast, low yeah. wounds, but lots of dodge. I'm thinking like two dodge to start with. Maybe going up even. Uh, maybe yeah. even going up to three. But if you hit them, they're dead. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, I that's the case. And I think yeah. you might you might see either they do. You've got lots of attack dice mm. and doing low I damage or crits are giving you extra damage or things I like that. I think lore wise as well, they might have like two rolls. Might have like you know like the. Um, Corn had the one with the gore fist where they actually hit you back. Yes. They, the elves actually have blades on them, so they normally hit back mm. on that as well. Like so they might have, yeah, like two mm. of them might have that as well. It'd be interesting to see. So basically, what you're telling me is they're going to be female reavers, is what you're telling That's me. That's what you're saying, it's female reavers. Like best, get, yeah. best get prepared best for that building. Yeah. yeah, best get prepared for that I didn't know about that upgrade. Tell me more. Um it replaces concealed weapon um, <laughs> the um, so what new cards have we seen through from Beastgrave uh, that we're enjoying at the moment so I'll, I'll lead through um, the hunter and quarry so the cards <laughs> the uh, hunter, hunter and, uh, and quarry cards are quite cool and I really enjoy at the moment 
survival instincts, which is it turns a fighter into a quarry and then uh, ensures that fighter is always on guard as well. Uh, I really like that, especially with an objective hold deck where you, you, you're then not only gaining the benefit of extra defence dice, but you can never be pushed. Yeah. I think Kev's extreme flank one was a really good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've been recording some YouTube videos today, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the lads quickly pointed out I had a, a very illegal card in my deck. So, uh, <laughs> With extreme flank. And did yeah. you turn out to a tournament recently? Uh, I may have, and I may have claimed a win over it, but <laughs> apologies <laughs> to that person, but it was an honest mistake. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So. But no, there were some cracking new cards. Uh, as I say, I've only been playing Grimwatch since the release. Um, uh, it's been quite an mm. objective-based deck, so yeah, it's just uh, I mean, obviously supremacy. Um, but they have a say similar one called In the Name of the King, which uh, it's, it's scored out immediately when you hold three objectives. But yeah, I mean, there's other ones as well. So you've got Path to Victory, and I think there's a new one called Dugin. Dugin. Dugin's one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. So so temporary victory as well. Sit on three objective markers. You, you've already got about ten glory there. Kind of yeah. Back, so. <laughs> if it works for you, anyway. yeah. So, dug in was the whole it scored to supremacy twice, isn't it? Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, when it goes off, it, it really hurts. It's a game changer, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, this is hole three and then hole three again. Yeah, I think the other one which uh, is definitely worth a mention from the Grim Watch is uh, Seize Weapon uh, as an upgrade card. There's nothing <laughs> more hilarious than walking up to somebody, maybe fluffing an attack, and then ripping their arm off to do them a wound <laughs> and then hit them with it in the next round. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Have you got any particular favourites you've seen so far, Josh? Uh, all the ones that I've actually uh, told about have already been mentioned, <laughs> so it's... Uh, no, because like I said, I've been playing a bit of Fire Slayers and objective-based ones have always been very good for them. Mm. I quite like, is it Momentary Madness or something? Not Momentary Madness, the other one you, you throw, you throw like Madness counters on people. Can't remember what it is. What it's is called. that the Madness Dart? That's the one. The Madness Dart is a good one where you only count furies as successors, mm. which one. shuts down wizards. Well, other than crits, it shuts down wizards. Yeah. yeah. So I quite, I quite like that. I used to have that in my deck. I think I've taken that out now. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice when when you're playing the Curse Breakers towards the the end there that was uh, stopping stopping Stormside from using his Fulmination mm. attack or whatever it was called. Pretty nasty. Uh, one other card that I quite like is. Restless prize where you can push an objective two hexes, mm. which is uh, which is good if you're if you're playing objectives or playing against objectives. It allows you to to stop that from happening. Fingers are brought back momentary map, um, not momentary map. Uh, one way you move the objectives around on the board. Mischievous spirits. Yeah, Mischievous one, spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Which another good mm-hmm. It mine's another good one from the the gift pack, the brand new card rebound. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that is. Tell me more, tell me more Dan. Tell me more. What is this card yeah, you speak yeah. of? It's the card that when you play it, you feel like it never goes off. It does. It does, but you feel like it never does. But when it's played against you, you feel like it goes off every All time. time. <laughs> because it seems like it does. Don't you get <laughs> well, I played in the Bookman Clash and I won two, lost two. And the two I lost, funny enough, was because of rebound. So. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that also got, got us quite a few uh, views on uh, on Facebook as well. I think we had six 6,500 people view that photo of you crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, 33% of the time. It works it every, works every time. time. It's just, it's so game changing. Mm. So the question is though, have we got any duds so far? Because I haven't spotted many. I think Stoneform. Okay, tell me more. So Stoneform is another 
uh, card similar to survival instincts, turns you into a quarry, does not allow you to be pushed. But survival instincts puts you on guard, which also does not allow you to be pushed. So it's just a weaker version of, of survival instincts at the moment. Okay. Not, it's not for me. Does Stefan not give you extra wounds or anything? Nope. No. Mm. I suppose you can double up on not being pushed. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's there used to be plenty of things where you would, you wonder why you wouldn't take something else instead. Concealed <laughs> weapon. No, not concealed <laughs> weapon. Fighters for one of yeah, them. Yeah. There was something that was like plus one damage, but you just take great strength. Yeah. Glory Seeker is what I'm Glory thinking. Glory Seeker yeah. versus... Con- yeah. It, yeah. So you'd always take great strength over Glory Seeker because great strength just worked all the time. Totally. They didn't yeah. have to have four mm. wounds. Yeah, so there's, there's always been yeah. quite a few cards that are a bit like that. You'd always take one over the other. Mm. That's you. You want another one. Yeah. Yeah, depends if what it gets restricted or not though, doesn't it, as well. That was another major change, actually, we, we didn't actually touch on, was the um, the amount of restricted cards you could take mm. in the deck. Yeah. And the whole change there, yeah. That's, that's been a significant change. I mean, obviously we wave goodbye to Ready for Action. Mm. Um, but, you know, all of a sudden you can only take three cards rather than six. Five, five sorry, five. five. So, Kev? Yeah, so you can only take three now, that's been quite a change. You can now only have six surge cards or score immediately. I think for me that's the big one. The the dropping from five to three, it was alright because most of them were just gone anyway. Yeah. Season one. Yeah. Whereas only six score immediately is I I cap myself at six anyway, but Carriage and Overlords, they're profiteers. Yeah. I mean they kind of like eight. I think I had eight in my deck with them and it it worked better, so it hurt them a bit. Um, yeah. The other thing we need to talk about as well is you mentioned the gift pack coming out as well. Mm. What were people's thoughts on the gift ca- gift pack? It seemed it's <laughs> a lot rebound. Uh, <laughs> it's sorry, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of uh, a lot of reprinted chase buyer cards in there, um, rather than new content, um, which I think I personally would have liked to have seen new cards come out rather than just the reprints. Yeah, I think I'd like to see either all reprints, so you didn't have to buy it if you didn't want to, or all new cards. However, I do really like the little three little discs you get for the round counters. I like those. I actually think they're actually quite, they are quite nice good. Yeah, it's quite it's, it's nice to have. So we've just got a load of reprints with new art, new artwork on them, mm. and there was a couple of decent new cards. I think one or two, as per usual. So you have to buy the pack, which makes business sense. Mm. Yeah, to be honest. What's that jealous defence? is if you don't have a charge action and you're on a jealous hex yes i think no jealous defense i think it was you if you are on an objective and you don't have a charge token you can make an attack action Uh, yeah yeah that's a good one so get that in our deck later then (laughs) (laughs) so there's obviously been a lot of cards that have been uh, introduced some cool ones are there any ones that you're actually generally going to miss Um, obviously ready for action is a I, I think the game is very different without hidden paths. It's a, a movement card that allowed uh, little ch- short, stunty ginger dwarves to get from one side of the board to the other. Um, <laughs> and, but the, it, it, and I know a curse break. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it does. But I think with the lack of that, it means that whole uh, like defensive objective play mm. uh, is a lot harder to counter. Mm. It's also allowed control play to come back um, and be very strong personally I miss concealed weapon it was a card where roll one crit in your attack roll and get plus two damage uh, it has to be from a range of one 
Uh, I really like that card. I think it was really good. Um, but I can see now with additional dice cards, Potion of Rage, Haymaker, that that was getting quite strong. Um, but yeah, I'll miss that. It was a card that I really enjoyed playing in Curse Breakers with Rastus. I think for me, I'm not going to miss it, but Escalations changed the way that I play the most. Mm. Before, I'd sit there going, I only really want to play one upgrade because I've not got Escalation in my hand. Mm. Which one do I play? Whereas now, other than you're giving away a bit of target priority and you might be giving away your plan, I don't care, I'm just going to put that upgrade down because that's what I want to do. Yeah. But I don't miss it, should I say. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's gone because now you've got to think a bit more about your deck. Yeah. But in terms of holding on to my upgrades until the end phase, no, I don't bother Mm. I, think, I think my one would actually be, even though it's corn, it would be the ready for action one because I remember that actually uh, won me a tournament against <laughs> someone, didn't it, Dan? <laughs> uh, nope, don't remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you remember because it was um, your, when you were playing your fast riders. Yeah, that was years ago. I yeah, don't recall that at all. Yeah, because you, you basically you were laughing because it was a sure thing, and then I was just, oh, I'll draw a card, oh, ready for action, I'll just equip fuel with this and then kill the actually one remaining character you had. Yeah. <laughs> And then that won me. Yeah. yeah. That'll always hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I want to get the Lethal Strike, which is where if you get a, a crit, it doubles your damage output. I think that was a really powerful card, especially with people like Molog. I imagine when the Ogre comes out as well. Um, it was just quite nice for sniping characters as well. Um, so yeah, I'm going to miss that one the most I think especially with the tooled up set rolling like five dice against yeah. Nick Baton yeah mainly <laughs> sorry Nick <laughs> no yeah. I'm not really uh, for me extreme flank because it just goes <laughs> <laughs> it, it still hurts I feel like it was only today but, but no, it's a good point that you make that you know it, Escalation was always in your deck, and a lot of these cards were. That's what frustrated me about the game a year ago is that you, you play all these different opponents, but there are cards that were always in eighty percent of people's decks, like Ready for Action. It's like I'm fed up of seeing that card. I mean, I, there was a spell when I I tried to play Orcs without Ready for Action, stupid mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just because I wanted to see a bit more variety, and that's what Beast Grave do. There's you know you see different decks quite often now, and it's it's good to see. I think. Part yeah, of that is well. <laughs> I think I think part of what Beastcrave has done there is it's put more of an emphasis on in faction cards. There are more in faction cards, and in faction cards are some of them are better than they had been previously. So you've got you've, you're drawn more to play the faction as its own cards as uh, giving it rather than you take the standard template of this is how you play the game now put your faction on onto it as well so yeah. not everyone's taking superior yeah. tactician hmm. I think most of them they've, they've switched it around the faction cards are more powerful now or seem to be there is obviously supremacy three glory for being on three objectives I want to say the fast riders have their own supremacy not that you'd ever play it with the fast riders yeah. but it was only two glory yes it mm. should be the three. other way around yeah. yes. mm. at, at least and they seem <laughs> to have switched to that your faction cards are the more powerful ones so then you're taking more faction cards also they've increased it to 10 upgrades, 10 uh, gambits, and 12 objectives as each warband, so you can just play it straight out. And you've got, you've got more cards, and they're better cards, so you do see just more variety, provided you don't just play Grimwatch, 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 Grimwatch. Like, as long as it's different yeah. warbands, yeah. you see yeah. the variety. I mean, a lot of my Grimwatch deck, as you say, is actually based off the, off the faction cards because they're really powerful, they're yeah. really good. Why would I go elsewhere? Which is really quite nice. 
So, look ahead into 2020. Uh, only a short visibility, but uh, Grand Clash Warhammer World scheduled for mid-January. Something like the 18th, 19th of January. 19th of January. January. So, um, people attending that, I know I will be there. Josh. I'll be there, yeah. I'll have a good old three hours sleep worth again. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be there because I have a Blood Bowl tournament the week before. Uh, so unfortunately, mm. UK right. UK team championships. Mm. So I should be there. That uh, should be good fun. But unfortunately, that's my pass out for the month. So I won't be there at the. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no tentative for myself. I'll have to see. So there you go. Yeah. I'll be there. I need to buy my ticket still, but I shall be there. Well, what about you taking though? I don't, know. I don't know. I'm genuinely thinking Rippers or Grimwatch because I think I can paint them quickly enough with contrast. <laughs> That's basically the only reasons for it. Not expecting a great deal. Not been playing a lot. Probably not going to get many games in in the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. So not expecting a lot. And last time I did that, I fell back to the Curse Breakers and I just don't want to do that again. So well, you, you can borrow my Grimwatch if you want, mate. Don't do That's that. I'm making paint something. It's been five grand clashes because I took the Zarbaz Gits to a grand clash. Mm. Just randomly came to my head then. So it gets to it. We played in a grand clash at one world in July. There was another one. Yeah, I, I thought you'd gone to um, two, two so, day yeah. ones, hadn't you? Yeah. Did you get? Did you qualify for round? Thirty third. I won three, lost two. With gets having played one practice. Game. Well, <laughs> kind of no practice games because I was playing um, Catherine Relics, if you remember. And I was doing the gets relic deck, and then the week before the grand clash, they got rid of it, which was fair because it needed game. Yeah. Yeah. That, but Ash did qualify, didn't he? He qualified the second out of that, yeah. Um, so worry, it's a worrying time when the meta has allowed Ash to qualify for two top 16 grand players. That's because he took his monologue build for that, yeah. didn't he? Bef- before that, though, Ash played just a partial guard and then like goblins so when they weren't that powerful. And he, like, them. he never knew if he, if he was a good player or not. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, it takes a good while. He, he still isn't because he just sits on an objective and scores. <laughs> he sits at the back of the board and yeah. casts spells and scores tones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah we're all in agreement. Ash is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to say about that, Ash? No. No, no, no. no. totally agrees with us. It's got the Grand Clash in January. I assume there'll be Warmer Fest again. I'm going to go to that again. Mm, depends on how the, how the year goes. But we'll um, have to see. I'm gonna, I think I might go to both days this time, purely because on the tournament day you don't see any of Fest. <laughs> it, it just took it yeah. took it was that much of the day. Mm. It was a great day and a great tournament to be fair. But it'd actually be nice to walk around the rest of it and then just go on the tables that they've got and just chill. And do I, stuff. So I'm actually quite tempted to enter the Age of Sigma one this year. Is that because only like four people entered last year or something? They all got prizes. Yeah. That was UK Games <laughs> Expo, wasn't it? <laughs> There's UK Games Expo as well. Yeah, I think that one. So I think January Warhammer World Grand Clash and UK Games Expo are both the events where uh, the winners win tickets to Masters. That's paid flights and stuff. Paid flights, all expenses paid. Nice. It's the one worth winning then. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes of the nine for that. On it. There you go. That's 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 the. uh, Trophy that Joe and me will win this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Masters, amazing. Yeah, quite fancy that. Maybe you've got a win glass to get there. Oh, of course you have. Never mind. So uh, the the Masters event is the event over in uh, in America, 
Um, is it a Nova? So it's Nova. at Nova. Yep. Um, you either win a Grand Clash to get entry, or you win a local tournament um, and then get a code, enter that code in and get popped into a, a prize draw to win tickets to go. So it's, it's a bit like well, the Hunger Games then. The Hunger Games. Yeah. You get put into a, a, a raffle. That's it. <laughs> well, you actually want to be drawn for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see if any of the team can uh, get, them, get themselves over to Nova. That would be amazing. Mm. And we'll maybe have two Chilcon events to run this year. So Potentially. So there is, we, this 2019 we ran the Chilcon Derby. Yeah, over in Alice Street. Uh, 12 players. Quite a successful day, wasn't it? We had plenty, yeah, plenty of prizes good. that day. It was mm-hmm. quite yeah, Boards and Swords, yeah. Bash again, Bash Hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a stellar job of providing us with some uh, some price some, support. Some price support. So thank you very much for that, Ian. Really appreciate it, mate. Dish some stuff out, and I think the one about was running the Sheffield one potentially. There is, yes. So, yeah. so Josh could beat that. me again at that. Amazing. <laughs> Looking forward to that. All right, mate. Don't worry about it. There was also some chatter about Blood and Glory, one, which I have to see uh, see how that develops. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. See, so we could be running that. Maybe even live streaming. Maybe. Wait and see, won't you, viewers? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is a podcast, Josh. Yeah, they just listen. Top everything. You got nervous then because what we do this naked, then everyone can see us. Sort of growth, sort of growth, sort of growth. Just rub it, it's fine. <laughs> Why is the heating so low? <laughs> No, it's been a good year though. I've been quite successful, as you say, with lots of trophies in our cabinet, well, your cabinet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keeping them for us, Kevin. <laughs> it's, it's been a good year, hopefully, though, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been in a great general. year. Great year. Underworlds has been fantastic this year. Um, I think it's going to be just as good, if not better, next year as well. And I know we really appreciate your support, listeners. Um, so keep checking us out on, subscribe to our YouTube, check us out on Instagram, join us on Twitter. Interact with us on Facebook, find us on various other X-rated sites, which you're looking for, I'm sure. Just, that is, uh, same same handle there, it is Ready for Action Underworlds, uh, which you'll find us on any nefarious website. And please don't forget to enter the poll of who do you think will win a trophy first between Kevin and Joe. <laughs> you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that up right now. <laughs> So guys, yeah, thank you very much. As as we said, please do interact with us. Anything, any questions you've got, um, please give us a uh, a shout out. Whether that is over the internet or uh, or whether we're at a local tournament near you guys, please give us a shout. Yeah, and I think the plan for twenty twenty as well is to do the podcast monthly. Yeah. So we started about monthly. We do well. Dropping in like tournament reports and stuff like that. So a monthly episode and then dropping in all the Mm. stuff as we go along. But that kind of life, life got in the way, and obviously we just do this for fun as like Mm. a side to the hobby sort of thing. So it kind of died a little bit. So we're going to stick to that as our New Year's resolution. Do a monthly podcast. So yeah. Give us a like and a yeah. subscribe so you can get a notification when there's a new one out. Yeah, as you say about the, um, the tournament reports, it would be nice if we can uh, try and get updates for, for everybody on tournaments we're going to sometimes. Unfortunately, I think it's mainly me. It's mainly me. I run over. I run over on all these on all the games. We've got an hour and a half to play a game and I will take a full hour and a half to play that game. So if so. you've got half an hour, 
then pop onto our YouTube channel and you can watch a battle report. Mm. If Dan Jones starts playing in the battle report, then you need about 45 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you've got that extra that, 15 that's minutes. That's with heavily edited. That's, 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 that's with a lot edited out. <laughs> I can't help being pure gold, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, as we've just discussed, the poll is going up. It will run for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win glass Who's going to win glass first between myself and Kev? But please note, there may never be an answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Kev? Why don't me and you just... Well, sorry, we're still recording, aren't we? Why don't me and you just buy a kit each? And then just turn up and be like, look what we got! Who gets delivered first? What? Tour around the country going to games, um, at little outpost games, and taking a photo outside with your one board. Mm. Let's do it. <laughs> Joe and Kev's hilarious road trip. Let's do it. I love that. <laughs> Why does Mac, Max and Paddy feet come in your own? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, I think we should wrap it up before we digress too much. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. Leave us a like. Subscribe, comment, and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Adios. Thanks, guys. See you guys.